Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. you get a round of shots? Or? Is it just tequila shot? I, I can only take something straight. That was your tummy. I'm fell fine. Are you sure? Yeah. Brittany's stomach issues have been going on since I've met her. So technically, she's not supposed to be drinking at all. I think it's an ulcer. Okay. You're going to stop the alcohol for a time being because like, things are raw. It's going to get irritated. I just want to have fun with you. Oh, I know. I want you to have fun, too. That has nothing to do with it. It's it. I want you to be healthy. I don't want her to drink. But I'm not going to tell her not to drink. She's a big girl. I'll yeah, give you some medication. Fun. You know, it's frustrating. I mean, is it really worth it to have that one shot? Is it worth it? I'm taking it easy. Y'all know me. I would have taken like five more shots by this point. And would have made us all do them with her. <laughs> Another week where I was on the edge of my seat wondering if Britney's insides would explode. The doctor, of course, told her no drinking because of her ulcer. But she did some heavy drinking. At least it appeared that way. You know what? The whole gang did some heavy drinking this week. They were in Mexico. Even Ariana got pretty drunk, which we don't see much. She's on Everything Iconic today. I interviewed her a few days ago before they filmed the reunion. I asked her all sorts of stuff about the season, the show. We talked about how the boys get away with everything. Which, by the way, did you catch Kristen on this week's episode, what she said about that on the show? The guys in our group have, like, f***ed up more than anyone has. Jack's got a f***ing girl pregnant. Actually did, like, make out with that girl. We had sex. No, we we had sex. You did have sex with her? Yes, it's true. Rotten Hill. But somehow, these guys get more sympathy. Or, empathy. Everyone's like, it's okay. They're just like, guys, they'll grow up one day. I thought she was right. I think she was spot on. Anyway, Ariana's also a huge Britney Spears fan, so we talked about her. I'll play that interview for you in just a minute. Before I do, I want to tell everyone, I posted a new bonus episode on the Everything Iconic Patreon. It's a recap of the first episode of the season four, Roni Morocco Trip, which of course included Hangergate. <laughs> so good. Anyway, just go to patreon.com slash everything iconic. If you pledge $4 or more per month, you get access to all the bonus episodes, plus you're helping to support this podcast. I'm doing at least one a month over there. Expect one a month, bonus episode-wise. Anyway, a lot of you have been asking me about Mexican dynasties. I'm loving it. Unfortunately, I can't recap all the shows on the podcast, but check out my Insta story tonight when it airs, Tuesday night at 10. I'll try to do some updates. One more thing, one more bit of business. I mentioned this on the show before, but The View has a new, there's a new book out about The View called Ladies Who Punch. It's out this week. So, so good. They sent me an advanced copy, and I'm a huge View fan. And there's so much dirt. Like, literally every co-host was interviewed except for Whoopi and Elizabeth. But there's so much stuff in it. And I'm working on a special Everything Iconic episode about it. So read it if you're into that sort of thing. And then listen to the podcast. The episode of the podcast will be out very soon. So I hope you all read it. I'm telling you, it was like juicy. I'm not being paid to tell you that or anything. Like, I, I couldn't put it down. I read it in one sitting. Stayed up late reading it. Loved it. Anyway. I gotta bring out Ariana. Please enjoy this interview with Ariana Maddox. Without further ado, here she is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ariana, 
Ariana, how are you doing? I am great. Ariana Grande, well, Ariana Venti. Yes, I'm older and bigger than her, so. (laughs) I love that. I love seeing you in the studio with James. Thank you. It was a weird experience. I mean, I've never done it before, so being in a tiny, tiny little, you know, when you record music, it's like a little closet, and it's so quiet. Right. Did you feel like Britney? I a little bit. I felt like wow, this is like way. It's so hard to. I mean, luckily for me, I feel like it wasn't. You know, even about. It was like sound like a robot. You know, because I was. That's the vibe of this. I don't know. Is that how it goes? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, it. I loved it. Um, but that's the vibe of the song. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna follow direction. You know, I'm not in here belting for my life. Um, but the atmosphere of doing it and like the process of the process <laughs> sounds ridiculous. I sound ridiculous, but it is way harder than, than, I don't know. I guess some people have different fears and different strengths. Well, I would imagine but, it'd be more it's scarier to do it on camera. Cause it's like, you know, then everyone's going to be seeing well, it. Judging see, that it. was another thing is like, I've never seen Vanderpump rules film anyone do anything and like put it in like spin it in a positive way especially in the recording if they studio. can spin it it will you know if they can i don't know or like shed a light on it and so you know i wanted to make sure that they knew i'm literally terrified right now yeah um and be just as honest about the whole thing i'm terrified um at least you know again okay we're doing this like robot voice kind of thing and i mean i think it turned out great like i love i love the song but it's just weird for me too because like i come from doing musical theater and doing things on stage and really belting to the back of the room and i've seen on your instagram you do a lot of karaoke and you actually have a good voice thank you and would you be doing more music will you be doing more stuff with james or just otherwise i want you to do a holiday song I would love to do a holiday song. We have, Please. I feel like we should reach out to the powers that be that we know personally and be like, let's uh, do a holiday song. I'm dying for a Bravo Leopard to do it. Yes. Oh my gosh. So how are you feeling? <clears throat> the season's sort of wrapping up or it's on like the back half. How mm-hmm. are you feeling about the season so far? Do you like it? Do you even watch it? Um, I didn't watch it for a few weeks. I kind of noticed that I feel better about my life when I don't watch it. I don't know if it's just the psychological effects of reliving things that you already did or it's watching things back and being like, it really didn't feel that way when it happened. And then kind of getting this like new weird spin on like, you know, we all see things through a different lens. And then there's also like the camera lens. So, um, but I've been, I watched, um, so last night's was the Tom Tom opening and like us going to Vegas. I saw that. Um, I you mean going to Mexico? Oh yeah, not Mexico, Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Vegas is ca- happening on Saturday. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but wait, I want to stop you. That's what's so weird about your show is that you guys all hang out outside of filming. Like housewives, yeah. I feel like when they're done filming for the season, they break up and they never yeah. see each other again. Yeah. But it's like you guys. You just mentioned you're going to Vegas with most of the cast on Saturday. Yeah, which will be really interesting because it's the day after we film the reunion. I'm terrified uh, because it's like the reunion is normally I feel like after we shoot that reunion, I we need some time. Yeah. What are you most nervous about at the reunion? Um, Do you think anyone's going to be coming for you or will you be going just, for anyone else? I'm just nervous. I feel good. I feel confident. 
I guess, maybe more so than in the past. But I still don't enjoy arguing with people. Mm-hmm. And I don't enjoy, you know, going out on a limb with a different opinion than everyone else. Mm. So that is nerve wracking. It's also nerve wracking because, you know, I have disagreed with Lisa a little bit this season on the treatment of the Toms and certain things. If you go, if you watch the after show on bravotv.com, you kind of like see what we're all, it's not just me. It's just seems like I'm maybe the one Speaking you up. You spoke about it, even though everyone else said the I same. think I know what you're I'm talking scared. about, but explain what you mean. Is this about Tom Tom and the way she's sort of Tom, presenting Tom? Tom and the, the terms sheet thing and the like, I just want a handshake and... And wait a second. Let's back up. So this term sheet, it said on, on the top, top of it, yeah. non-binding contract. Is that right? Yeah, it says this is a non-binding what agreement. What the fuck? I, it scares... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so then... Didn't she say somewhere, I don't know where I saw this, but she said, it was on the episode. She said, mm-hmm. well, I normally go with the handshaking agreement. Yeah. And, and your I, point was. It just seems weird. Like you want to do that. She has a new place. She in has Caesar's a place. Palace. Yeah. So I would assume that she has an actual contract that lawyers have gone over for Caesars to be able to use her name as, you know, the name of the bar. And under that contract, I'm sure she has certain responsibilities that are very clearly laid out so that she's protected and they're protected. And it just, I mean, I do contracts for social media posts, like one post for whatever SpawnCon thing. I have a contract that my lawyer has gone over and made sure that everybody's on the same page, Everyone's doing the right thing. Everyone's yeah, got it, the, it's not. It's to no like payment. Knock against anyone to have a contract. It's just normal business procedure. Business, business procedure. Yeah, I think that's so shitty. So it I, weirds me. It weird. I, it kind of like. I've I don't been know. Saying I don't get forever it. on this show. I'm like, I don't, I need the I need to see the term sheet. Like, it's so confusing to me because I'm like, I, I don't understand. But then it's also so if it's non-binding. Then none of it matters. None of it matters. But if they didn't complete, if there's something listed on that non-binding sheet that they didn't do, I feel like it would still be held against them. Mm-hmm. You, so this is why. So that's why oh it God, should so just be like come a up thing. At the reunion. This will come up. Probably. I think it should. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a valid um, thing to talk about. You have said this on the after show mm-hmm. and you speak up more so than I think some of the other castmates when it comes to someone like Lisa or, you know, mm-hmm. are you nervous? Do you get nervous to go? I feel like I wasn't nervous and then everyone else made me feel like I should be nervous. <laughs> and then it made me nervous. And then when I did talk to her in person later on in the season, then I was all in my head because everyone kind of, and I'm an overthinker, <laughs> already so i kind of like had, had been like i'm fine i'm fine and then they put me in my other people put me in my head um what makes me nervous is that you know as other people have said i've we were saying like i don't watch housewives but other people have said and i think Kristen is evidence of this that she tends to punish people forever that she's so now I'm like, am I, is that, that I guess is my, maybe my future. I don't know. 
Is she punishing Katie? Did I read that somewhere? Because oh, I don't was know. she upset that Katie gave the ultimatum with James or something like that? I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up. Well, I guess that's... <laughs> I think that she'll definitely talk about that on the reunion. Because I, I do think she said something... Was it Watch What Happens Live, maybe? It all runs together in my head. I don't I know. know what I'm dreaming about, what is real. <laughs> or like up? it's a website recapped <laughs> Watch What Happens Live. You're like, you're like, where did I see this? I, I take it all as fact. I just assume it's all real. Someone's got a megaphone in West Hollywood just like <laughs> shouting it. Literally, um. I like dream about these shows because I talk about it on this. I, I, with this show, I talk about all of these things all the time. And so literally, I can have a dream and then I'll wake up and I'll think it was reality. I'll be like, oh, yeah, you know... It, Ariana's leaving the show for her spinoff. It's like, that's <laughs> never happened. I'm just making up in my head. Um, yeah, I, I think I did see something about she was like, well, I didn't know what was said or so I'm sure she'll address that. What do you make about the James thing? So he was not included in the cast trip. Does the cast just not like him? Like, what's the deal there? No, nobody likes him. But you and Tom do. I mean, you guys well, get along. I think, yeah, we get along. I, I think that I agreed that he shouldn't have come on the trip because how do you, how I was like, how would that make sense? Because if we're going on this trip and nobody wants to be around him when it's just regular sir, Tom, Tom, whatever, how would it make sense that he would then show up on this trip unless he did it on his own? Um, which I would love to, if which, he just showed up. Yeah. That would have been really interesting, but yeah, it it doesn't, it wouldn't make sense. I was like, there's no way to defend that to people and be like, yeah, that's a logical. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Now, this might be too insidery, whatever. But if someone, if a cast member doesn't go on the cast trip, then they're pretty much not in the episodes. Although he was in the episode for. Yeah, they they definitely. I think whoever stays behind for whatever reason, we have crews that can. Film with them. Film with them, yeah. But so there's no, they don't like miss out on money or get deducted or something. I think there's that fear because you don't really know. But I mean, I've I've definitely, they usually will tell you like, oh, well, I don't know, actually. You never know. Yeah. You really don't. You never know. Yeah. Uh, Now, we also saw you sort of sticking up for when, when James was uninvited on the trip, you got a little heated because Schwartz was trying to pass the blame off to your boyfriend. Yes. Now, what do you make of that? Why does Schwartz get away with so much? Because he he's everything. got this like puppy dog demeanor about him most of the time. Um, but it's been year it's honestly been years of that. And I feel like if we were to go if we were to go over these episodes of the fine tooth comb, I could pull I could pull out these moments where it's Sandoval did this or Sandoval says this. And it's like, no, bitch, you fucking said that. <laughs> like, we have the footage. They even yeah, rolled the footage on that I episode. fought with them to get that footage because when we were doing interviews about, when, you know, we were doing our confessional interviews about going to Mexico, and I was addressing this whole James being invited thing, it was put, it was... uh Posited to me. Is that, does that uh, fit? That I sounds, don't know. I got it. Uh, <laughs> it was posited to me. It was you. posited to me, if that works. Um, as what do you think about Sandoval inviting him? And I was like, like I'm going to stop right now. I'm, I'm not going to talk about this at all unless we're going to talk about it in the truth. Because you knew in your head they've done this so many times. They're going to present it as, as well, Tom Sandoval. Schwartz always does it. 
And when I, it's crazy because when you watch it, he says on the phone, well, Sandoval invited James. I'm like, no. And I'm so glad that I, I was kind of a diva about it, I guess, but just a diva for the truth, you know? No, you were a diva. I was a little disappointed because like, I wanted you to like go in on Katie and Schwartz at that moment and you kind of held back, but it, it you know, well, I wasn't the right mad at Katie. <laughs> I was mad at Schwartz and I felt like. When she, the one thing that I wanted to say to Katie that I didn't was for her to direct all of her anger at her husband who invited him. See, and I sort of at times, Katie's anger can be really bad on the show, but a lot of times I do sort of feel bad for her because I think like she always looks like a, a horrible human being because her husband is always this lovable goof. Oh, for sure. So, like, I feel like that must be so fucking frustrating. Oh, yeah, for sure. And also, she's speaking for Kristen, Stassi, Lala, Brittany, Jack, like, well, not Jax, but she's speaking for all of these other women who don't want James around. Oh, so they all don't want James around, but no, it's like no one wants but to. But we're going to have, but Katie's the one who says it. And why is that? Why is it just because Katie's the ballsiest out of everyone? Or is I, she just. I think she, you know, she. <laughs> she's like, I'm already coming across bad on TV. Who gives a she shit? She has that. She's <laughs> not afraid to voice her opinion. And so, but the thing is, is that that opinion is shared by other people. They just aren't as vocal about it. Now, Brittany, you mentioned her and Bo, I feel like they're getting such a great. They seem so wonderful on camera. Mm-hmm. Are they, do they have any secrets? <laughs> what, what, is Brittany <laughs> really is secrets? Brittany really that nice? Brittany's secretly a <laughs> Satan worshiper. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just feel like she comes across she, as, and so same with, with Bo. I'm like, oh my god, they're yeah. so wonderful on the screen. And I know with Bo, I feel like maybe in a season or two we're gonna get the, well, the that, dark stuff. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get some dark side. That always happens, you know. I obviously I don't know Bo as well as I know Brittany. But, you know, boringly enough, Brittany's just nice. They're both just, uh, from what I've seen, so sweet and nice and fun to be around. But she really hates James. And that kind of got swept under the rug because James did that stuff with like the rapping or whatever. <laughs> what a stupid show. <laughs> was he like rapping? I don't even know what he said. Yeah, he's ra- he was rapping at Sir. <laughs> it is a stupid show when you think about it, but it's so, so great. Uh, but yeah, he said that stuff. And Brittany did get mad and upset, and same with Jax. But then those two seemed to get over Even Jax seemed to get over it. when I think that that's, I think they did kind of move past it more quickly because they're talking about the wedding and they're doing all this other stuff. And wow, it really feels like a million years ago that Jax and Brittany got engaged. I just realized um, that. Your season is so fucking long. Like these are, so, I cannot how believe that's the same season as this, isn't it? It's the same season. Holy crap. And it seems like, especially compared to the housewives, like I just wrapped up a New Jersey housewives, which was like 14 episodes or something. And you guys are what, like 26 or some something crazy like amount. That. Jeez. Uh, and it, so it does feel like it goes on forever, but it feels like we could film. I hate this. Because it moves so quickly. I think our producers are catching on to this. Like they could film year round thing and maybe have like some ideas would about that. Have, I'm would like, would you ever, you want to no. know? No, I, I would lose. Well, I guess it'd be good for TV. I would lose my freaking mind. Do they ever think about putting in cameras like in the bedrooms on vacations or something like the oh way they do God, on summer house? I don't house? know if they've thought about it, but whole, they would have to pay me so much more money for me to allow that on summer house. That's like you wild. literally see like them getting out of bed naked. Yeah, and I stuff, do like, not but... <laughs> I, that and below deck too. Right, right. the like night vision. I. 
<laughs> oh my god! They all look like uh, I would raccoons in the middle of the night, like, like those the eyes, demon eyes demon that eyes. like my dog has when I take a picture of her. I think that would be awful, but it would make for great TV. I always, I'm feel sure like, it would, but like I, oh my god, I don't know how I would. I feel like we miss a lot, like that Solvang. We trip. barely have time to take shits between like <laughs> dinner and drinks or whatever they have us. We you definitely know what I mean? saw Jax take a shit at one point. There was one season where Jax was taking a shit on and, like, camera. Like the door was open. Yeah, it was a low point for the series. <laughs> but there, in the Solvang trip, Kristen was like apparently knocking on doors for a cigarette in the middle of the night. And I thought, <sighs> like, where's that, that was footage? So... We need that. Footage. They have it. They have it. They have it. Where is it? Show it at the reunion. I want the. I I hope so. I hope we see that. I hope we see it because honestly, I have never in my life laughed harder. I you know I guess it you know oh it doesn't God, they really have to show it. My giggle fits were out of control when she was at dinner. She was vaping at the dinner table. <laughs> but there's I think there's like laws against showing certain things. But like she like did like this thing where she took a really big hit off the vape at the dinner table and then caught it like up here. <laughs> And then when Katie and Sheena were kind of going at it a little bit at the dinner table, Kristen kept like leaning over to try to hear. And I was directly across from Kristen. And then Stassi was across from me, like to the side. And Stassi and I just kept making eye contact. I was like, I have to, I have to make eye contact with someone. Like someone has to recognize like what's happening with Kristen. Although I've never been more on the edge of my seat than when she went up to the bar. I think you were getting waters for the group. And I was like, no, I'll carry. No, do not. You're not carrying anything. Scariest walk I've ever witnessed. Like I was I was like, she's definitely going to drop him. Right. Like I was, there was no way she was going to make has it from a, a to B. It's a dangerous walk when she's sober. She said on Twitter that she walks hard. She, <laughs> That's what she tweeted. Like the movie she, with yeah, Jesse Riley. She said, I walk hard. I don't remember what the tweet was, but it made me laugh. Now, we've never seen you and Kristen make up. We've seen mm-hmm. you and Stassi make up. Like you and yeah. Stassi have had this arc where you weren't friends and then now you guys are friends. Yeah. Shared a birthday together. Mm-hmm. But Kristen, we've never gotten that. We've seen you guys in scenes together looking like you're having a great time. Yeah. So can you tell me how to explain what happened? Like, did I mean, you guys have like, a convo or what? It was like two years ago. Things just like slowly started going in a different direction. And I think it was just, you know, we were around each other in larger group settings. And then sometimes it would be like the two of us at the end of the night, like talking about whatever, like on our own, either talking about like show stuff or talking about um, like business things, like things that we're working on and our frustrations with that or whatever. And then, you know, they did, they, they, we filmed like her and I unblocking each other on like, our phone, like phone numbers, which was a process because I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to do it with a new update. I don't know if you remember this. You used to be able to just go straight to that contact and unblock it and unblock. Now there's, but now there's like a three step process and I couldn't really find it. Finally, we figured it out. And then she's like, send me a text. So I know that whatever. And it didn't go through. And she was like, I have you blocked too. And they filmed all of it. I thought it was really funny. But I just feel like we've been robbed of that. And we talked the first time you were on my show, you mentioned that you guys had filmed something, maybe that that scene. Maybe that was it. Yeah. And it's like we're just we see you guys together and it's so confusing as a viewer. It's like, well, when did they make up? Like when because you were both at odds with each other and for good reason. I mean, there's definitely some stuff I think coming up in um the next few episodes that 
show us spending more time together and talking and having more of like a conversation about it. So maybe they will dig up some old flashbacks or something. Something like we just need one scene. You just need that black and white with like one pop of red or <laughs> what about uh, her and Tom? Like, did they make up or was it just like, Oh, we're able to be around each other yeah it was kind of like we have to be around all of us have to be around each other for certain things and then um you know we had always been able to kind of like coexist in the same space for a long people were always like both of them are at this party like like what do you think i don't Mm -hmm. (laughs) stab each other like what the hell um yeah that might that could happen (laughs) i don't know Kristen gets unhinged sometimes maybe it's yeah it is true um but yeah, that had been going, kind of going on for a while, and it was just like a slow thing, I guess. But what's so um, weird... Oh, I know. Oh, sorry. Lost my train of thought there for a second. But people were always like, well, they don't want to be around her, and like that we were like annoying and that we didn't want to be around her. But like, I think maybe in the next few episodes, you'll get some context as to like, you know, it was it was rough for sure, but things are obviously better now and i'm i am sad that we didn't see that whole journey because i feel like i remember thinking like you guys really aren't showing we talked about this it was like why aren't we saying that it makes i thought it was crazy that they didn't show it and it's just a good arc and then it's weird as the viewer to see there was a scene with you and stassi and Kristen at lunch maybe somebody else was oh me lala and Kristen. oh yeah yeah Yeah. and you and Kristen were like giggling together and it's like well wait we need to know why they're giggling i i agree and you guys have fucking 28 episodes like <laughs> show i know you got a lot of other i remember stuff show, there was something we saw a whole 20 no, minutes of i know Sheena what it was it was okay so kristen and i it was like i remember now it was like season five i think what are we in now seven seven okay i think it was season five we went over to her apartment after world dog day and it was something having to do with jacks oh it was when he was telling everybody that kristen and britney hooked up did and they then, hook up? Did, was there ever a res- resolution? I have no idea. I don't remember if there was like ever a resolution. I don't actually think it comes back up. Oh. I don't know. Um, I bet they did. There was like a, something in the tr- in the sneak peek last night. Oh, that I missed. Showed that. like Kristen and Jax like arguing about it or something. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Um, I'm on the brim of freaking out. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, so so it was that world dog. It day. was that day. Tom and I went over to Kristen's. And Carter's apartment because when we were cleaning out this old, like the second bedroom, tiny closet for my we brother found to move some in, of her stuff. there was like a box of family photos of hers. And so we were like, obviously, we need to give this back to her. Jax invited us over, saying, Everyone's going to Kristen and Carter's after this. When we showed up, we thought, Oh, okay, I guess we're all, we're all going there. When we showed up, they didn't know we were coming, and it was like Kristen kind of was on the brim of freaking out. That <laughs> she was on the me brim. and Tom just showed up mm-hmm. at her apartment with like a box of photos. She didn't really know how to handle it. She didn't know we were coming at all. So then, from that point, there was another like a dinner party thing last season, which is season six. Um, and that was when we unblocked the phone numbers and stuff. And I just remember. That World Dog Day episode, they didn't show any of that stuff about me and Tom, but they did show like James writing lyrics to feeling (laughs) you or not something, you know what I mean? And we were like, that's the choice. Okay. 
And then season six, they didn't show the dinner party at all. And they didn't show me and Kristen and the unblocking any of that. And I remember there was something else again that we were like, understands this? What is this choice? It doesn't make any sense to me. (laughs) Which like, I get it. There's so much stuff that we film and there's so much going on. They can't possibly show everything. I just thought it was crazy. 20 minutes of Sheena on a date (laughs) with no one from the cast, but I love that scene. Yeah. I mean, it's, (laughs) but can't we do both? I know. Can't we do both? Oh, is Carter and are Carter and Kristen still together? I honestly have no idea. Why are some of the people not welcome on the cast trip? Like, Bo is there. Mm-hmm. Is he considered a main cast member now? I think we've all asked ourselves this question in the past when we're not sure why certain significant others have come and others have not. Um, like last year when we went to Mexico, the last time we went to Mexico, um, Do they choose Carter Mexico? also didn't come. Yeah, I mean, we... Yeah, I, we love Mexico for sure, but but I'm surprised you guys haven't done somewhere else. Like, why why not go to fucking Germany? Or Maybe something? we will. Or yeah, but I was confused. Maybe why I'll Carter's... take everyone to my family's heritage site in Poland. I don't know. <laughs> you don't have that. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but yeah, Carter wasn't there. Bo was there. There was somebody else that. Uh, well, Randall's not there, but Randall hasn't filmed at all, right? No, he hasn't filmed. Does he not want to film? No, I don't think he'll ever film. Just because of his tax issues. <laughs> I was like, what? Do you, what are up. you? I, was, I, I know. I was that. like, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> just made that up. What? No, I don't think he'll ever film. I don't know. I think he should. Yeah, it'd be great to see. What do you make of Lala this season? She's very volatile. And you've been very honest that you went through a loss in season three. Was it season three? Or? Right before season, between seasons two and three. Yeah. Right. And we see you on camera saying, you know, she's. She's obviously dealing with this great loss. Yeah, she's in a lot of pain. She's in a lot of pain, but it's maybe coming out the wrong way. What do you... Well, because... Okay, so um, I think that that's been what I've said. I was trying to be as clear and as explain things as best as I can, but, you know, we're not... I'm not great at it. Clearly, I can't speak right now. No, you're great. Uh, <laughs> you're doing great. <laughs> um, but I think the point that I was making was that our we're her friends and we care about her. But the whole rest of the world is not on that same is not always going to be on that same page. And when they're not or when things happen and you lash out and you say hurtful things to other people it's if they're your friends they'll try to make allowances and be like okay i'm tr- I just take it in and not retaliate or not um hold it against her but there are a lot of people in this world who will hear that and be like well fuck off mm-hmm. and so when i'm saying the whole world isn't gonna blah 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 i'm not talking about me I'm her friend and I care about her. So I will make allowances, of course. And especially as someone who's been through that, I'm trying to help her so that she doesn't get herself into trouble with other people. Mm. And she might sit here and say like, well, I don't care about those other people. But the thing is, is sometimes those other people pay your bills. Sometimes Determine those... whether or not you have a job. Right. So you, when you say other people, you mean like the viewers? I mean, or just, every, just or in production general. Or, production yeah. or Lisa or... Guillermo Natalie or you know and um you know Lisa can say like well but if people are sir let's be real they like this is what I'm imagining she'd say this is me pretending that I know what Lisa's gonna say (laughs) Lisa's saying something like um 
oh, come on. Our customers come to Sir. They love seeing the drama. Okay, well, that's kind of breaking the fourth wall to say that. And mm. it's also like, um, which she hasn't said it yet, just being an overthinker. Hypothesizing. And hypothesizing, yes. Um, so like that would but be the But if that defense. were the case, then so why did saying, Kristen get fired? Why did James right. get fired? Why did Jax get fired? So you're saying, like, let's say you're at the reunion and Lisa's saying, you know, Lala, she went through this problem and she you know, it doesn't know how to express her grief and people come to Sir restaurant to see drama. So it's okay. But you, what you're saying but it is, wasn't but it okay wasn't for okay anyone else. And the reason why I brought it up in the first place is because it wasn't okay for everyone else. So like if Lala gets fired from Sir, I don't know what that means for, you know, also, how fucking funny that she was just wearing that J-Lo dress. <laughs> I know it wasn't the actual J-Lo dress. Like, people have corrected me, but it was still so funny that she came up to host. Like, that's the role she's supposed to be doing, hosting. Uh-huh. And she's yeah. wearing this, like, 2000 Grammy dress. I mean, it was it was bold. How are Billy Lee and Raquel doing? I Good. Yeah. I mean... I mean, how are they doing like today or <laughs> would you guys want new people to come on to the cast? Because I, it sort of seems like the group is so close, but then that makes it a little closed off for new people to come. See, on. See, I think that it's good to have new people, but it's not good if it says if it's not organic. We have so many friends. that I mean, of course, they're my friends. So I think they're fascinating and they have lots going on that are outside of the cast. And I think anybody on our cast would say that. Um, and some of them are friends that were, are mutual with us. And I think would be great additions because they're already friends organic and because it, yeah, we're friends. We know each other. We have that history, that same history that makes the original or the main cast. So, um, like why it works so well is because we do hang out. We are friends. We know each other. We've known each other for so long. We have all of these things together. How's the new house? You guys moved to the Valley, right? Yeah. And the whole cast is moving there now. Everyone's following us. Tom, you guys are, you guys already have <laughs> moved in, but Tom and Katie said that they're moving, right? Yeah. Was it announced? And, and Jackson, Brittany yeah. just said something. Yeah. Is the, the whole show, everyone's going to be out there. Do you think that'll affect filming at all? Oh, uh- I don't know. We film kind of like all over the place. So, I mean, I think that. Were you happy to, were you happy to move off camera? Like when you guys weren't filming? There's no way to move on. I mean, when you're filming, you can't get anything done. In my, in my experience, once we start filming, it's like, if you had some, if you needed to like do this thing, (laughs) it's not happening. It's it's not going to happen until we're done. Um, which is is like one of those things that's frustrating because then I think that's why things that I've worked on or things that I am currently working on take take a lot so of much time. longer than I want them to take because I almost have to take this like I can only fit in here and there. Our schedule is like we never we're so everything's so last minute everything's so. And I feel like with your show, you guys do so many group scenes. And because there are so many episodes, you have a longer shooting schedule. And even after you wrap the main shooting, you guys are still doing interviews. We and do stuff. interviews until like, I think my last interview was last last week. Okay, so it was just before. last week you were still doing interviews. And they mm-hmm. still do sometimes pickup shots, right? Somebody was... Sometimes like there'll be like, um, you know, like the actual stuff hap- that happened 
was shot already. Like the, you know, me and you getting into a fight that happened organically at the sir dump at the sir dump. <laughs> I threw you into the dumpster. Oh, that's all I want. But there's like, you know, they didn't get like you walking from the bar to the, to the dump. Mm, so they need you from, the so bar they to the just dump. need yeah. that little piece. Connective tissue. It doesn't. Yeah. Connective tissue that doesn't affect. It's not, doesn't make the show fake or anything. It's literally just like the back of your head walking from one place to another so that it, things make sense. But it's a lot of filming. And then you'll start filming the next oh season God. already in May. So it's like, yeah, well, you, you barely, barely catch have your a break. breath. I was trying to think, have you and Jax ever had a, like, have you two ever done anything alone together? Like, I was literally racking my brain. I was like, I don't think I've oh seen God. those two in, like, a scene with just the two of them. Like, oh I can't God. imagine a conversation between the two of you, what it'd be like. like um, I- there was that time <laughs> when it was the uh, the groomsman uh, at um, that bar, the garage. Okay, okay. I don't really remember that. But it wasn't just us. I just remember we, after we were done filming, they filmed some, like, Bravo TV digital stuff. And it was when I was like, I've done it. Jax is now a feminist because he didn't know about the pink tax, <laughs> like the tampon tax. And he was like, I cannot, be- I can't believe it. I can't, you know, we got to get rid of that. And I was like, the work here is done. <laughs> yeah. Jax's Twitter really stresses me out. I was just talking. His, I was on the his show social her, media does really stress like me the out. Spelling and grammar, which I'm not a spelling <laughs> and grammar police, but it's like, sometimes it's like, it really makes me like shake and stay up at night. Yeah. His, his social media does stress me out because he, you know, he does clap back. I mean, we all do sometimes, but sometimes he claps back and it's like, what's very much like him as a, in, as a person, he's impulsive. And so I think he, he types it quickly in that moment instead, you know, and then, then it's out there. I just heard a rumor. Maybe I'm making this up too, that he slept with Lindsay Lohan. Is that something you've heard? I have heard that from him. So is it true? Or do you think it's just something he said? Well, I wasn't there. Um, it was like 2000 forever. I don't know in the aughts. Um, I wish I, you know what? I don't wish I knew. Right. Cause I don't really want to, I mean, honestly, like I don't really want to, um, you don't need the details. Yeah, no, I'm good on that. Uh, when Stasi was on my show, I asked her about going to Sir and pump because you guys are almost like expected to be there. Right. Well, I think people, I see people sometimes they'll tweet. They'll be like, I went to Sir and I went to pump and I didn't see anyone. Like the only one there was Peter or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, like we live almost like we're, it's like Chuck E. Cheese where we're permanently there and you just wind us up and then here you go. Like, you know. But I feel like you guys should get an appearance fee for going to those places. I would love an appearance fee. Because if you fee. go to another club, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, sure. I this has become my cause because I told I'll, Stassi I'll, too. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm down. Making, I'm making this my cause because <laughs> I feel like if you were to get hired to go to, I don't know, Club W, that's a made up club. Sure, yeah. Maybe it's not, but uh, Club W, they would pay you a yes. good, um, good paycheck to go there for the night so that they can advertise and yes, then and then we promote it and come. Then, yeah and i see you guys promoting nights at sir girls night in yes or tom was just was he doing like a dj night or something i don't know yeah he was. does a tuesday thing but for today i feel like if you are all doing that you should get a nice paycheck for that because i would any absolutely other club, love that any other club would be i feel like there's got to be some sort of like law against it <laughs> it has to be yeah i don't know well i think that's some people get um because tom owns Tom Tom, or you know, is one of the part owners of Tom Tom. Has he seen any money from that? No, no. I'm, I'm, I don't. Maybe I don't, I don't know. Should I clarify if I'm allowed to say that? But no. 
Interesting. But people get, they're like, why are you going working bartending at Sir if you own Tom Tom? I'm like, because he really does go behind the bar and he's making tips. Because he likes making drinks and too. And he loves he's good doing it. it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let me find my next question. How are you and Lala doing now after all of that stuff? Um, I mean, I I don't know. I don't think that she she did some uh, press thing saying, you know, there's people that think that. I, I think she took what I was saying about the stuff like last week in a way about the grieving process. Yeah, that wasn't the way that I intended it. But I also don't. I don't know. Um, I didn't think you said anything that was out of line. I thought you were actually. I, I felt like. I mean, as a viewer, it just I mean, felt like you were I, pretty. I'm not trying to be a dick. And I don't, I don't think anybody should, no one's, you're never going to get over it. (laughs) I'm a member of the DDC, you know, you don't, you don't get over it. It's just, how do you, you know, the way that your grief manifests itself. If you, was it really hard to film right after your dad passed season three? It was hard to deal with what I was dealing with, with Chris and after my dad died for sure. Tom and I started dating in December and um, she just, you know, you saw it. <laughs> yeah. 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 You saw it. I mean, yeah. I, I can't imagine what that. So yeah, it, it was, uh, it was rough, but I think that's part of our, part of our journey and part of something that I don't know what it's going to be like. Of course, I haven't seen the episodes, but you know, we do talk about that later on. So I would love to see. I, I hope that they are able to clearly express. This might be taking a little bit of a detour, but what ad- what advice do you have for someone who's going through like a great loss like that just because you've been through it? Um, like, was there anything? <sighs> honestly, like, don't feel, sometimes it feels, sometimes it helps to like throw yourself back into work or this or that. And, like, it's a healthy, healthy distraction. But if people need it, if you need to take a break, take a break, take time. I think that's what happened. I honestly think that maybe with Lala too, with filming, it's a stress. Filming is stressful. It's yeah, she really maybe just hard. A break. And maybe like being in the throes of that was triggering as opposed to maybe, you know, spending time just, you know, doing her own thing or processing it all yeah and it takes time to process and i think you know people are always people ask all the time like how do you how did you do this and how do that i'm like i cannot stress this enough like therapy is really kind of like the answer for so many of those questions because there's therapists that i love you specialize in grief or specialize in whatever you're always telling these people like you should go to therapy (laughs) (laughs) it's always falling on deaf ears it's just like you're just like in the corner quietly like you should go to therapy like (laughs) jackson Brittany, you should go to therapy you guys should go that was troubling when they were talking about their therapy and I don't know. Was it you that said it? Somebody that therapy was like, session was stressful to watch. I think everyone should go to therapy. I agree with you. I like yeah. even if you're in the healthiest headspace. I think therapy like is nothing but a good thing, right? Yeah, like it's only healthy. So uh, you know, I was just in an argument with a family member about this. It was like you need to see a therapist. And to some people, therapy is such a foreign concept. Yes, it means I have a, a disorder. Or I am broken in some way, and that's what therapy is for. It's like. No, therapy's just the thing. Anyone can benefit from it, especially if you're going through something that's like yes. emotionally taxing or or whatever. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Katie and Tom. Now, Katie and Tom, you spent a lot of time with them 
obviously off. You guys just went to Japan together recently. Yeah, we did. Now on camera, on the show, it seems as though they hate each other. <laughs> Do they hate each other? I don't think they hate each other. I think they love each other. <laughs> it's just that's the way they express their love. Because sometimes it does feel like they, like Katie looks at them sometimes. <laughs> and even this past week, Tom was like, yeah. I hate the sound of your voice. That Which was... that would have triggered me, like if I was Katie on the other end. Oh, for sure. I think Tom Schwartz, listen, I think they're both wonderful and I love both of them dearly. And I do think that they love each other. So I want to preface anything I say with that. At the same time, we all have our things. And I think with Katie, you know, when I watched the montage of her, like trying to be like, congratulations. Hey, I love you. Can you look at this cute picture of you? And he just like, totally, I get that he, see, it's like, I see both sides. Yeah. Cause it was his big night. It was so his it was, big night, yeah. but I think she just wanted but to share sort of, in that yeah. with You him. left your Tom alone though, to just celebrate and like. Yeah. But I think also, I think that when we go out, when Tom and I go out on any normal Saturday night with friends, we do kind of like, separate and then we come back together then we separate let's just kind of like how we are in a night some, out you're right some couples they like to do every little thing together yeah and i think it was such a big huge moment for him and she was really proud i think she wanted to sh- have i wanted to share in that moment with him a little bit and have him be like you know what i mean have like a little moment together would you have been pissed if your Tom took the first class seat? So I thought about it and I feel like, well, if it was a flight to Japan or a flight to Europe, I think I would be pissed. Because so this it's was like, like a two hour flight, right? Yeah, or, it was yeah. a short flight. I get, it was pretty early in the morning, but I don't know. We were all I would have been mad. I would have been mad. I thought about it for my own relationship and I was like, I would have been really I upset. think what would have made me mad is not that he took it, but that I couldn't, because she said in her interview, she said, when we travel together, we, we watch a movie together and we, we have a drink together. It's kind of like their thing. Mm-hmm. And we share headphones. And so then I was like, oh, she just have no headphones now. Well, that's kind of sad. Uh, she knows just, just having lonely. a grand old time in first class seat. And she was like <laughs> chomping on a bunch out. of food. She had a spread. <laughs> she, spread she had a charcuterie out. plate. Her love like... frog was just at its own seat. <laughs> oh, my God. What's with her relationship with Adam? Was that real or was that just like a fake thing? That's real. They they have a, the very, a very on and off. Do they still have an on and off? Thing? Yeah. From what, I, from what I know, I mean, they have a, still have like a on and off. But sometimes people think that. They're like, Sheena's so stupid. He's like, he's being serious saying, I'll block your number. He was like making fun of Patrick. Like Adam, I know Adam. Adam's my friend. I talked to Adam. He's funny and dry. And yeah, he's an office fan. If that gives you any context on his um, sense of humor. Anytime any of you are dry, though, it just comes. It doesn't. Oh, it never works. It never works. It never works. But it's hard because it's kind of just. I feel like you're the driest one on the show. Yeah. I feel like maybe at this point, people are just like, I've shoved it down everyone's throats. People get it. That one look you gave Tom after Tom revealed the you and Lala thing, you glared at Tom and it was the best glare I've ever seen on TV. (laughs) So good. Uh, Take me through that. So Tom said this thing about you and Lala hooking up and he said it on camera. And did he come home that day and was he like, oops, 
like I said this thing. No, I got a call before. from Lala who was like, uh, like really, really upset. Because Lala didn't want it. Yeah. I don't think so. Um, she basically was like, it was brought up to me. I played it off because I didn't know what to say, but she was really upset that it was being talked about. And I was upset for her because, you know, I was like, first of all, Tom, this isn't like guy. I want to sound cool in front of my guy friends, like locker room fodder spank bank material because you're also saying something and I obviously Tom and I were both there so we know we're cool and we're good in our relationship but like it wasn't we didn't there wasn't like that for us but you don't know what Randall no thinks or feels so I feel like it was like you know without anyone's consent just to put it out there like that was um you know, because I'm not ashamed of it at all. And I don't think Tom, Tom is not, we're not worried about that. And oh my God, I cannot speak today. We're not worried about that aspect of it. Were, but were you guys just driving around West Hollywood? Where was this drive? It <laughs> yeah, was from the nice you. guy. Oh, the movie. You would just. No, wait. the nice. <laughs> wait, isn't there a movie called the nice guy? There's a movie called the nice guy. Uh, oh, okay. That's with um, Russell Crowe and. Um, Ryan Gosling. I actually kind of like that movie. Russell, I, oh, yeah, it was good. It was yeah. good. Yeah, it was good. Um, it was from the nice guy on La Cienega. Frequent, like, Kendall Jenner goes there a lot. I don't know how we freaking ended up there. We were not dressed for the occasion. And, well, Lala was wearing, like, pantyhose over underwear as, like, an <laughs> outfit. I mean, go, 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 do your thing, girl. I don't care. Um, and then it, we took her home, basically. And so Tom probably tried to get involved well i kind of he was driving but i was like trying to like steer things in that direction of like you know he's driving i'm behind him i'm like eye contact with tom i'm like kind of like hey this and then i thought about it i got very sober i think very quick i was wasted i got very sober very quickly and then it was like this is just not... It's just not working. Yeah, maybe another time. I'm impressed with Tom's driving skills. I can't drive for <laughs> shit at all. Like, I couldn't imagine driving with something like that going on behind me or anything going on behind me. Like, I can't... Mm-hmm. I cannot drive. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you guys had a great moment, though, you and Lala, where you both agreed, we'll talk about it if we both want to talk about it. I know yeah. there was just, like, a great woman moment. Sisterhood, yeah. or I don't know. Sisterhood, what sure, yeah. <laughs> Sisterhood, no, I think moment. that... I think that the experience, the whatever you want to call it, the incident. I mean, I don't think there's anything shameful about that whatsoever. Um, I, but you know, I, th- I think that telling someone else's story without their permission is where a line gets crossed. Uh, what's to come this season? Any other good juicy stuff that you can reveal? Oh my God. Who do you um, hate the most right now? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you like the most? Who do you hate the most? You get along with everyone. I feel like you're not really... I hate Jiggy. He's such a bitch. Oh, do you hate Ken? I like really dislike Ken. Do you really? I do. I don't like Ken. I think a lot of it's jealousy. He's on two shows. Mm. And I feel and you're that on I'm on zero no shows. shows. I had to give myself this show. Right. <laughs> and Ken is just sleeping. He's on Beverly Hills Housewives. He's literally <laughs> asleep. I saw that picture of him. He's getting paid to fucking sleep. 
I'm like, oh my God, he's getting paid to sleep and be on two fucking shows. Yeah. And, you know, here now I am that you going pointed to out. Now that you pointed <laughs> out, I didn't even think of it that way. Yeah. Now that you bring it up. I also feel like there's something there. Like, I just, I get, I don't know. I think. And I like okay, Lisa. I so should just say I've, I like Lisa. I've said, I've said this twice already, but I, I do not watch Housewives. I know that I should. Why the fuck don't you? But I don't. I don't have the time. I'm just busy, kidding. But like, when I want, when I watch TV, I always like pick something else. I don't know. So what were you going to say about Ken? Well, I was just going to say that (laughs) I don't know him on any level. I think to, to be like, I love him or I hate him. I, you know, our relationship is kind of very passing ships in the night. Kiss on the cheek. Jiggy's cute today. How's it going? Like, you know, positive, but quick, brief. I think that I, on any show, ours included, the people that I don't like and that I have a hard time sticking up for are the people who close off entire areas of their life mm-hmm. when other people give and give and give of like, they're like, here's my butthole or whatever. Right. I don't know. A metaphorical butthole. Right. Um, I think that those are the kinds of if so if you're alluding so to you're Ken like being that kind Ken of person then I wouldn't camera. like that yeah, but I don't he, know that he is because I don't well let me say he is because he just shows up on okay. camera <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> I also sort of find it funny I mean I hope people aren't taking me too seriously but I also think it's I love all of you guys on the show because you guys have open up and I find so much joy out of the ridiculousness of this stupid show. Well, I think our show does a good job of like when people hate people on our show or hate things about people on our show, I think it's partially because we've exposed something that people see in themselves. Mm. I think that's kind of like, and it's also like our know, version of sports, like for, for sure. viewers, it's like, we love certain people. And we hate certain people. And but so then it changes sometimes. It changes like, minute to minute. No. I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. I love someone and I, you know, and isn't that just I had life? the one week, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, so attracted to Tom Schwartz. I was like, and I'm not normally attracted to him, but I was like watching the episode. I'm like, wow. And Sam, your Tom is mm-hmm. gorgeous too. And sometimes I'm watching man. and I'm like, wow. He's stunning. Yeah. <laughs> He's stunning. Same. Who, I always ask people this. Who would you choose for Sexiest Man Alive if you were choosing for People Magazine? You can't choose Tom. Oh, okay. Um, were you attracted to Tom right away? No. I obviously thought, like, this is a good-looking person. But when we were, like, working together at Villa Blanca, I, I think maybe just because we worked together it's like we would vent to each other about our that's what you do when you bartend you're like oh my god today it was blah 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 and i was just kind of thought he was like weird like cool my friend like he i thought he was you know obviously he was my friend quirky weird not necessarily in the way that i find attractive um and then i just realized after a while i was like this guy's a really good friend to his friends He's very nice to, I mean, on the show, we see him just, he's the sweetest. He's sweet to everyone. Yeah. Um, But so who's someone you find conventionally attractive, like an actor or actress or or singer or musician? I feel like uh, this is like one of those things I said the other day, and then I can't remember their name now. Um, Like a Ryan Reynolds or like a Idris Elba or like a... Both of them are gorgeous. Um. We can come back to it. What are you watching right now? Are I want to you- come back to it because I know that there's someone specific that I'm just someone good. Did you ever hook up when you first moved to LA? Did you ever hook up with any celebrities like 
any males or female celebrities like when you first got to LA or when you were in New York because you were in New York before? Yeah. Um, yeah. Who? Oh my god. Who? Who? Anyone good? Can you give me a hint? Um well I used to work at the Laugh Factory as like a cocktail waitress. So I kinda like was seeing a comedian for a while. A comedian, like someone with the TV show comedian? Yeah. Like on a TV show or had their own TV show? Uh their own. Their own TV show. Oh my god. We were talking about TV shows and you had never watched 90210. No. And I was shocked by that. But Even you, though I had Jenny Garth. <laughs> right. That's what I was just going to ask. So, but you told me that you had a relation, not a relation. <laughs> you had a connection to My, both Brian Austin Green. Oh, Brian Austin. Okay. So I was on Anger Management, the TV show, the on TV FX. show on FX. Yeah. With Charlie Sheen and Brian Austin Green. And they were both very nice people. And then tell the Jenny Garth story. Of course, Jenny Garth played Kelly Taylor, the iconic Kelly Taylor. So my dad somehow like knew Jenny Garth's grandmother. <laughs> so I don't. Fucking weird. Which to me, I was so young. You were really young. I was like this. All of this is irrelevant to me. So it was early. So it was like I, her grandma like came over and then like, I don't know. I can't remember like. like I swear I met her and like maybe in like Orlando, probably my dad worked in Orlando, Orlando or something. I think maybe there was like a signed picture involved. I don't uh, know. Like my dad was like, oh, oh yeah, I should get a sign. If you can get a signed picture. I'm like, I don't, I can't watch. This. I don't even watch this show. I'm you like You need four. to binge it. It's on Hulu. <laughs> it's fantastic. Okay. Are you watching the other two on Comedy Central? Of course. Because you and Tom like popped up on it. And don't you know yeah. one of the writers or something? Sarah Schneider, who's a, a co-writer on the, or writer on the, I was going to say co-create. I think she's literally. Yeah, I think she co-created it. Or, yeah. yeah. It's the funniest fucking show on TV. But I agree. You, did it's you, the funniest so you show saw on TV. you and Tom. I don't know if it was like in an end credit scene or something. Yeah. It was you two on Watch on What Watch Happens what Live. On Watch What Happens. Yeah. Do you get paid for Watch What Happens Live to do that show? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. Do I have any other financial questions I'm thinking? Um, my social I'm security so fa- number. I'm so fascinated by the finances of all of it. Yeah. You know, like I, I always feel like, is it like bad? Like, am I not supposed to ever like tell people things? Like I always wonder, like, cause I always feel like, but don't they say it's why, good to have why, conversations about it? I think what's wrong with talking about things. And then I, then I always, after the fact, feel like am I not supposed to tell people things about things. I don't know. I mean, right. listen, I'm not rolling in money, but like, I, I, the people need to know people. I don't know. Look, the weather's getting warmer. You got to ditch the jackets, the sweaters, and you got to put on some shorts and tees. And if you're anything like me, you hate getting all the new stuff. But luckily, I've found Quince, and Quince makes it so easy uh, to get clothes. I used to waste my money on clothes that would only last one season. That was until I found out about Quince. Now I've got high-quality pieces that never go out of style that I'll be wearing year after year. Quince has all of the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos. Those are my personal favorite. I always love getting new polos for the summertime, and they have a fantastic selection. I'm very particular about the collar, and I love the collar on the performance polos that I got. They also have versatile flow-knit activewear, and the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% 
less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to all of us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes, which I love. Feel good about shopping with them. Now, again, I got those polos, but I also got some shorts, some t-shirts, just some basics that I can wear year-round. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash iconic for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash iconic to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash iconic. Ah, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, We use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. All right, I'm sure a lot of you out there can relate because every time there's a commercial break and I'm watching one of my shows, I'm always hopping on the Redfin app or website because I just want to check out real estate listings. Like I love checking out real estate listings, even for the houses that I cannot afford. It's my favorite app to use Redfin. Uh, I just got a home, of course, but it was a pretty stressful process. And if I would have known how easy Redfin was, I think it would have helped out a lot. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Well, book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process, making it so easy. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents with a listing fee as low as 1%. Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. Now, that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. You had a cancer scare recently. This is like a hard shift, too. Yeah. How are you doing now? What can you tell people? Well, I I had cancer. Um, I I was diagnosed with melanoma. I had a... Basically, it was like... I, for years, had just like... I have moles on my body. It's not, you know, everyone does, I think. And I would be like, hey, um, like to a general practitioner, hey, so what should I do? And they're like, well, if you see, notice that something's like growing and changing, that's when you should be worried. And I'm like, well, in what, at what rate? Mm -hmm. Because like, if something's Mm. growing really slowly, like it's been six years and like, it's how would you notice? Sl- how am I without? So then I, this one doctor, so then I went to a new doctor and they were like, honestly, 
just get, just get rid of it. If you're just, cause then you don't have to worry about it anyways. And I'm like, that's probably a good decision. So got rid of it. They biopsied it. I had stage one melanoma. And then I had to, after that, you don't get to just have them all removed and like call it a day. You like have to have like a giant freaking piece of skin taken out mm. in all kinds of directions because they want to make sure they get everything. And then they do a test where um, they make you radio. So I was like, is this, um? do I need to like put my phone away? Cause they're like, no, you're the x-ray. <laughs> oh my God. It's not like the x-ray machine. It's different. They're like, so, and you could see like they inject the area and then you see where it's draining to and if it's draining to lymph nodes. So then there was like, I think two lymph nodes that had to be removed. So it was like kind of a major, a major surgery. surgery. Um, I was at Cedar Sinai for forever. I mean, I didn't have to spend the night there. I'm, I'm basically, I sound like such an asshole right now. Cause really no, honestly, so in the all. grand scheme of things, I'm okay. I, as of that point, they believe I am cancer free. I'm actually seeing, um, an oncologist for the first time tomorrow because that's kind of like my new life is that I have to see an oncologist regularly. So, um, his name's Dr. O'Day and apparently he's like really good at what he does. So I encourage everyone to get checked out if they have questions. Oh about my something. gosh. Yeah. And, but like be persistent about it. Don't just be like, cause you know, when I ask if something's wrong, I want to be told the answer is no, you're fine. And then put it off and not worry about it. And that's kind of what I was told. Like, uh, you know, blah, blah. I feel like we do scare ourselves a lot when we Google things or we go on a WebMD. So you don't want to over scare, but at the same time, like, you know, it is your health and maybe I should have been a little bit more persistent on that. But either way, I mean, it still would have happened the same way it happened. I'm so glad you're healthy then now, though, and and it's important to get checked. Um, Yeah. I said I was going to stop asking you questions, but I want to ask you about Britney Spears. You're such a huge Britney fan. What do you make of her taking this time off? Oh, my gosh. Do you listen to Britney's Graham podcast? No. Oh, Wait, is that? No, that's not. God. It's Britney, bitch. No. no. So Britney's Graham podcast. Um, Do you know I met this girl recently and she said she was the biggest Britney Spears fan. She said she was huge. Mm-hmm. She literally had a picture in her living room, right? Mm-hmm. She asked me what my favorite Britney song was. I said, well, I think it's just Love Me. I love He About to Lose Me, which you yeah. know, was a bonus track. Yes. Right? And so I'm like, but Just Love Me was on the last album, right? Yeah. She didn't know these songs. And I was like so mad. I was so upset. I felt like Are you kidding personally me? offended. I was like, you're telling You like walk around this. telling people. She literally that you're walks a around fan. telling people that she was a fan. And I thought, how did you not hear of these songs? Like she only knew like what a fraud. toxic, crazy, you know, like the hits from like the early. The, what do they call it? The locals. And I don't even consider <laughs> the locals. <laughs> but I don't even consider myself like the, you know, I love her <clears throat> to death and yeah. I'm a, a big enough Britney fan, but I don't consider myself like the. No, know it all number yeah. one mariah is my number one but uh, yeah i was so offended by this girl i'm offended for you and for myself and for britney that she has people <laughs> walking around this earth just like saying disgusting. that they're fan i know horrible disgusting. honestly like so this get the <laughs> Mueller report out like, <laughs> let's call our reps i'm gonna call the reps what was what's this britney graham or what's this okay so there's a podcast called britney's graham and I saw something, I think it was like Corey Spears or one of those Britney Twitter fan accounts. Uh, I say one of those. He's got a lot of followers. 
is either them or him or like breathe heavy or something. Somebody mentioned something that was, oh, no, it was Corey Spears because he said, these theories I'm reading today are like wild. And I was like, oh, what theories? I don't yeah. even know about these theories. So then I started searching and then I found Britney's Graham podcast and they did this. It honestly is like all these like conspiracy theories and speculation. But a lot of it was rooted in what seems to me to be some, you know, they're putting some pieces together. What? So, okay. I feel like I'm going to fuck this up. Okay. But But we'll check out the podcast afterwards. Yeah. I'm plugging another podcast on this podcast. But honestly, if you're a Britney fan, they did this episode and it was wild. So her conservatorship was like Jamie, her dad, and then this guy, Andrew something. The lawyer or something. Yeah, but I guess that guy's like kind of shysty. And then, you know, she canceled domination saying like her dad's health and blah, blah, blah. But then they were like, has she really even been in Louisiana with her dad this whole time? She's been MIA from all socials. It's like hard to really know. So like... I guess it was like two weeks ago or something. She w- had to have been in Vegas because this guy is like off the conservatorship now, but he had just been given a $400,000 raise like six months ago. What? So it's like, why would you get a raise and then be removed unless something happened? So what do they think happened? They think that she found out that her money was being mishandled. Ah. Wow. And then it's like, well, who knows what and how much do they know? Wow. Like, does Jamie know, or was Jamie in on it? Wow. Wow, Bethany, wow. There's a lot. I mean, I'm literally, I feel like I'm totally- No, you're breezing through it, but I want to check it out. I also love that It's Britney Bitch podcast, which they did like a year in her life. Mew Muse. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I used to watch, he was like the Instagram that I would watch all those um, stories. Yes. And he, the, he talk about the Britney ponytail. he's so good. Yeah. Did you always love Britney from the beginning? No, actually. I didn't love her until Slave for You came out. Oh. I had I feel like there My was something My boyfriend worked on that video. But go ahead. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> but so that's when you <laughs> fell in love. Um it is. Actually a girl who worked on our show and she took a break cuz she got pregnant. Her sister is the you know like the bright red hair short flippy out do. Her sis, that's the her sister, and she oh danced God, no for way. Britney for a long time. Yeah, and then her, the girl Quinn, who worked on our show. You know, um, I just got in a YouTube hole where I was watching the making of the video. I saw that making of the video. I was like, uh, it, or I, and I watched the toxic one with Tyson Beckford. Oh, yeah. And then also this, so my boyfriend, Matt, he got me a Game Boy Advance, like this old Game Boy, and it came loaded with all the Game Boy Advance Does it games. have Britney's dance beat? It has Britney's <gasps> dance beat on, which I never played before, but it's oh a Game God, Boy. Oh my God, I used to, I killed that game. It's hard. Overprotected <laughs> is the hardest one. So fucking hard. Yeah. I was literally, I was on the couch the other day playing this, and oh my I God, never played I was it before. So it was so into hard. that game. I still have it, but I don't have a PlayStation 2 to play it on. And I was playing the Game Boy version, shit. so it was like a, on a very oh small my screen, God. and you only have to hit two buttons, but it was so fucking hard. You know what else which other one is like secretly hard is stronger stronger i don't know get, if i got to i don't think i got like to that get one you you think it's gonna be easy but it's oh, yeah, I did get, hard yeah. but yeah i didn't really love her until slay for you came out like when oops that came out there were things that obviously like i loved the video i thought that was great but i was still kind of holding out because i think i started out as like more christina fan 
Right. Um, and then, and I loved Avril, but that sure, was afterwards. Anyway, we didn't. <laughs> we all thought we were so. Uh, I wore wife beaters with ties. <laughs> it was a whole thing. What a time! Yeah. And Avril made the t- girls wearing ties thing. Yeah, like a, that's a thing. that was my like. Was it senior year of high school? Junior senior year of high school? I would totally wear ties. I bet at some point too, you also wore a sock on your arm. Did you wear a sock? Remember, Brittany did that at some. I'm like positive I did that. <laughs> I feel like you would have done that. Like, I definitely she think had I a did sock that. on her arm. Maybe at the Super Bowl performance or something. You know what? I know I definitely did that because now I'm thinking senior year talent show, we did a dance number, me and these other girls who were on my uh, like all-star dance team. and To a Britney song? No, we actually had a mix. One of the girls made a mix. Ugh. It started out with, if you a fly girl, get your pedicure, get your nails did. <laughs> and then it went into like all... It was a mix. It was, yeah, it was, it a was mega mix. full of bops. A mega mix. But I'm positive. I'm positive that we wore socks on our arm during that. Oh, I love that. I could talk to Can you. We bring forever. it back. Honestly, all of that. You know, I just want to go fully back to that time period when I didn't know much about the world and I was just like <laughs> innocent and like I, you know, I always say I'm obsessed with newlyweds and every time mm-hmm. I rewatch, I'm like, I just want to go back to then. Yeah. Like people were wearing scarves when it was warm out. And like, oh my god, scarves as belts and scarves around the neck. Right, shawl. Remember Jessica Simpson's Butter- shawl? We always oh, talk about that, like yeah. the yellow shawl from newlyweds. Boot cut with pointy toe. Right. I learned that from her. Brittany always used to do around the uh, Crossroads era. Do you remember? She always had the, uh, the I don't know what kind of shirt it was or dress it was, but the With long like the butterfly wings. Li- wing sleeves. Yeah. What was oh, it? It was like, I don't know. That was an I era. That, that, that was, was like an era. Every performance she had those I wings. remember there was some sort of like boutique in my town. And I remember being like, I gotta get shirts that are like, I wanted the flow. And I remember (laughs) my dad for like Christmas or something, it was like some dumb amount of money, you know, because it was a Christmas present. And I just like wanted a shirt like that. And, you know, I think I wore it maybe like one time and it's still in my closet. And I feel horrible. You need to pull it out. You know what I need to pull out is what I wore on the field when I was nominated for homecoming. What did you wear? It was, do you remember? Did you win? No, I oh, did not. Fucking assholes. Oh, there was like a whole conspiracy, a plot to boo me when I was announced. Ariana, I won prom prince but and I was booed by a small group of people. And they were, us know. because they were mad that I beat some other guy, but whatever. I have so, a podcast now. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> no, there was like this whole, like when I was in high school, there was like, you know, I was very involved. I saw you got most involved. Yes. Yeah, I was very involved. And in, I think one year I was in like 12 clubs. And that was on top of everything else. Like I was just so into my extracurriculars and sports and cheer and dance and theater and choir and all of it. And then between junior year and senior year, it was like this group of girls just, it was like, I think I made out with one of their brothers. And mm. then it was like from that point forward, it was like, Hatred. Tale as old as time. And then my friend Mallory, who still does theater and is insanely talented in Nashville. Her name's Mallory Gleason. Check her out. Hey, Mal. Yeah, she's great. She was kind of like loved, just loved by everybody always because she's an amazing person. And she was like, fuck it. So we would walk, we would leave theater with like old age makeup on our faces. She was like, if they want to hate you, make them hate you. So when I was nominated for Homecoming, um, you know, you have to write your little spiel about like, she's in this club and 
she loves this and da da da. So I went so over the top with it because I was like, I'm going to troll these fuckers. Mm. And I'm pretty sure the first words were like, and now the moment that you've all been waiting <laughs> It's <laughs> so dramatic. Yeah, they probably hated you so fucking much. They hated much. me so much, and I I lapped it up. But there was like that group of girls wanted to boo me, and one of my guy friends heard about it and stopped it from happening. Was it a gay guy or a straight guy? Straight guy. Oh, yeah. so straights are good for something. For something. <laughs> <laughs> finally, did, they finally did something right. They finally did it. Ariana, thank you so much. I love you so much. Thank you for doing the show. This was so fun. Of course, I love you anytime. Please come back any and every time. And yeah. I want to thank everyone for listening. Thank you to Samson Technologies for sponsoring the show. Please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Pellegrino. Danny, Ariana, where can people find you on social media? It's Ariana2525 on Twitter and on Instagram. Just add another two five. Another two five. I love you all so much for listening. Thank you. Bye. I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y, dot com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.